Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah, sweet angel Kelowna, how are you? I'm good, Mare Bear. It's nice to see your face because I can see it. How are you? Um, I'm good, and it is wonderful to see your face. I'm, I, I'm not. I don't have mascara running down my cheeks, do I? I wasn't like crying or screaming tonight, even though maybe on the inside I was a little bit. I mean, first of all, it's we're there. It's next week is decision day, and uh, I mean, I don't feel good about anyone long term, to be honest with you, at this point. No. <laughs> I I don't either. And I I honestly don't know if I feel that much different than I did at the, on the day that they met at the altar with a few of them. I know. I know I have as just as much of an idea of what the fuck they're going to do today as I did then. I have here in my little hands. I found it. I was cleaning <gasps> out something the other day and I found the piece of paper that we scribbled <laughs> our guesses oh on God. the first day. Uh, as you guys know, we go over to Patreon and do bonus content. Um, after we do a full over an hour here, we have been doing that lately. Thursdays, you get bonus content on Patreon. And then you also get Sunday episodes. You get a ton of content and you can access all our back content. And that is only $7 a month and it helps support us and all the <laughs> all the blood, sweat and tears we put into watching this show, analyzing yes, this God. show, thinking about this show. <laughs> um, and at the beginning of the season, I think we did based on nothing, right? Just the matchmaking special. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. We on Patreon guessed yes or no um, on some of them. And I wrote it down. I don't. Should we talk about that now? Should we talk about it next week? Should we? I mean, I, guess- I think we should. I think we should talk about it next week. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like I, I honestly don't remember what I said. I don't know what I would say right now. And I just want to compare whatever it, we did say yes, to what actually happens. To what happens. It'll be like yeah. playing playing the fucking lotto. Right. Yeah. Good call. Of course, we should wait till then. So we'll talk about that next week. It was. Fi- I found it. I literally found it. It looks like a serial killer wrote it excited. on like the back of like a residual statement from something I shot in 1914. So it's an old <laughs> piece of paper. But um I <laughs> uh, it's like you were like someone kidnapped you and you you found a piece of scratch paper at the grocery store and you're like, help me. And you just leave it like in an aisle. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, and uh, help me is right. Um, I <laughs> will say I just plugged our Patreon. We would love your support if you're able. Um, like I said, you can try it out even if you just try it out for a month. And then, you know, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't watch it. Out. I keep subscribe because it's super fun, but just give it a try. Sure. Um, uh, we have our, are you my podcasters group on Facebook? We have, are you my podcast on Instagram, the podcasters group? We do a, a weekly thread on the show and then people post all the time about their feels about the show, about other things, about other topics, strong opinions, yeah. strong, <laughs> strong personalities, but fun, fun, super fun. Yes. It's a very fun group. It's very lighthearted and fun, except for, of course, you know, when we all scream, uh, about what angers us. Uh, during the show. So it's very fun. Join us there. Um, I am adding fall dates. So just keep an eye on sarahcolona.com. If you're looking for me to, if you're wondering if I'm coming in a, to a city near you, I'm hopefully going to add a couple summer dates. I was just waiting on some, some stuff here, but um, 
I mean, I know I'm doing Kansas City and Tacoma early in the fall. So uh, just keep an eye on that. And same for you. Yeah, Mayor. Yeah, Mayor, Mayor Bear, too. Keep an eye on uh, MaryRedzinski.com for some upcoming dates. I do have, uh, again, fall dates, some Raleigh, Indianapolis, but I'm hoping to sort of add some add some in here soon, too. Yeah, things are I mean, you know, there's like the whole the writer's strike and all this stuff here. So it's a crazy, crazy time. So you guys are like, let's not talk about that. And you know what? Let's not. Anyway. Any we've got who, more depressing things we, to talk much about. Much more depressing okay? things to bring you Come down on. about. Um, also, just don't forget, Mary and I are gonna be on couples couch next week for a decision yes. day. Yeah. Ugh. So watch that and like make their ratings higher just because we were on it. So that I don't know, just to make us look good. Yeah, maybe they'll ask us back. Yeah. Um, and they they did, you know that we are, we've mentioned that we're filming a couple clip shows for them when we've already done. We do know that they're going to air in July, like July 12th and July 19th. So I don't know, mark your calendars now in case you got plans. Uh, yeah. We really like to have fun. We really <laughs> do like to have fun. We like to have fun together and we love um, having fun with, with all of you. Yeah. Mayor, let's get into it. Let's talk about Ugh. these assholes. Three days. Huda. Uh who do you who do you want to start with? Let's just start with Jasmine and Eris. So all right, that we can okay. just because I had to watch you know him and Eris and Mac. I, now they just show McKinley when he works out with with people from the show. Um, I honestly think he's just living at that gym now. He moved out of his friend's family's basement. Now he's just living at the gym. And um, they're just sending cast members through. And then like he's he is a wonderful host. So he's like, so decision day is coming up, huh? As he's like cur doing curl ups and shit. Boxing. It's kind of perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. The the yeah, him living at the gym. Sorry. That really got me. Um, <laughs> yeah. They tried to do like a hot song with it. It was like, going to catch your eye. You bet I made you look. I made you look. I made you look. And I was like, oh. It sounded like oh. <laughs> it sounded like the same people who sang the Rage Room song. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know how to. I know that it's probably easy to find out all of those things. I think even someone has sent us links to like the the Married at First Sight soundtrack, but then I always forget to look it up. But um, I I would put money, uh, not any significant amount, but I'd put money on that being the same. Same band, the same, mm -hmm. same band, same, same collective group of musicians, mm -hmm. probably. I'll, Holly, I hope that they're getting a following off this. And, you know, maybe. I mean, they got one, should, by, the, should... by the way, if I can, if I find out well, who they exactly. are, I'm in. Um, I know. I know. I forgot. Yeah, we should look into that. Uh, People will send us stuff and we're just every week we pretend like we're not sure what's going on. <laughs> True. Well, that was uh, interesting. To to hear uh, McKinley uh, basically tell Eris that he has slid into Gina's DMs. Um, I mean, ballsy, huh? Well, ballsy. I mean, yeah. the show was not over. The show's not over. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the only thing that I thought was. I believe we all know that Gina and Clint aren't going to make it. I think all the cast knows that Gina and Clint aren't going to make it. I think everyone is aware that they're not going to make it. Hank knows it. Hank knows it. He's he's counting yeah. down the days in hopes to to mm -hmm. find out that he's going with Clint. With uh, Clint, yeah. But I feel that McKinley could have just waited till decision day. 
to send the yeah, you know. and also that sort of sad story about how he he claims it was because she has a sexy celebrity friend and that he knows he has no shot with the hot friend, but he wanted to ask her about it. Like, good, nice try. We we see what you're doing. Well, you're trying to you're, you're trying to get a free haircut. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, from Gina. But also. Sorry, I, I th- I mean, McKinley seems, I remember at the beginning, we were kind of torn on him, but he seems like a good guy. He seemed real defeated by the end and, and Dominique and her good vibes and all that stuff. But I, yes. I don't know that because it kind it's, I don't know if they're just fucking with us or if they're going to actually go on a date, but the Gina, I, I could see it. Right. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. She would definitely want to go out with him. But do you want to, even though he is slightly fair skinned? <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's got a little bit of gingery features. Um, mm-hmm. What, how would you feel about going on a date with someone who had first approached you about their hot friend, but then been like, don't have a chance with them. Maybe you'll go out with me instead. You loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, sloppy seconds. Just wondered if, yeah, I mean, or, or he's totally, I call bullshit that that's I call bullshit that he he might have used the hot friend as like, hey, so I see that you your friends with so and so or something, but like not with the intention of can you hook me up with her? Right. I think that was just so that he didn't sound like a raging lunatic um, for sliding in her DMs before she's it's been verbalized on TV that she's getting a divorce. That's so I have a feeling that he, he just. I doubt he was like really trying to have her introduced. I bet it was more like he used that as a thing. It's I mean, true, also, but Gina can really hold a grudge. So um, yeah. I feel that she would be someone who would feel very, very offended by, well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's just airing, right? So I don't know when, when or if they will go on a date and if they do, but then is she going to see this episode and be like, oh, so you talked about how your my friend was really hot and how you have no shot with her. But then you got to go out with me instead because I'm totally accessible. Cool story, bro. And then hate him for the rest of his life. She just fucking snarl at him (laughs) the rest of the time. I mean, it's it's quite possible. I don't know. I honestly can't imagine her being as shitty to anyone else as she has been to (laughs) Clint, because I I do think that she probably finds Mac um, her type slash she has attraction towards him. So I think he could probably get away with saying anything and she would still be nicer to him than what we've been seeing. That's true. Especially after last week when she basically said, it's not really just his gingery features. It's this entire personality and, and being uh, that I am completely offended by personally. So good yeah. times. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough. Outrageous and odd. Yeah. Outrageous and odd. Oh, you know, she sucks. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I did think it was interesting that Eris talked about how Pia gave him a different perspective about what intimacy is. Um, mm-hmm. Cal gave him a different perspective about what intimacy is. I think Eris, I, I know we've said it a few times, I don't dislike him as much as some people seem to um, from the show. Obviously, I think Jasmine deserves better than what he's capable of giving her. And I wish she would have had someone matched that was able to meet her where she is right now because he's not there. But I am pleased that he recognizes his own 
shortcomings when it comes to, I just thought intimacy was sex and now I'm really learning. It's, it's not it. She can't wait for him to be there, but I, I think it's nice to see the recognition. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I think he's probably walking away with, you know, even if he's not walking away with a spouse, I think he's walking away with a lot more than he came into this with, you know, from a guy who'd never been in a long term monogamous relationship, but to walk out and be like, wow, I I can understand that there are different meanings to intimacy and sex. You know, I think he's he's come a long way. And I feel the same as you where I can she deserves more. So it's like two siloed things. I'm not saying that he's good enough for her because not where he's at. He's not. But I think he's a good person and I think he's been accountable. And I hope he takes what he's learned and, you know, I mean, gets it wet with someone that's long term. <laughs> you can't say someone's a good person on this show without me thinking of of uh, what's her um, face. Alexis? Alyssa. Yeah. No, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. Same season, different age. Yeah. Sorry. Name. We did see Alexis tonight. So my brain uh, went to the wrong mm-hmm. name. But yeah. No. Is that the same season? No, that wasn't, wasn't San it? Diego. She was in um, Alyssa oh, was she, Boston no. or somewhere. Boston. Okay. Just kidding. It's, listen, this season, there's a lot of seasons. <laughs> well, especially, especially when you watch the shows, you take notes on the shows, you talk about the shows, you dream about the shows. They're all honestly like my my version of hell would be me just rolling up to every cast member of every season and married at first sight. And them just being like, you bitch. Oh God. You yeah. motherfucking, you twat. The things you said. <laughs> well, we've come out with some good, I mean, look, last season, Mitch, we made pals. We were hard on him, but we knew that he was a good egg underneath it all. Um, yes. you know, it's constructive usually unless someone that acts like Alyssa when that she just wasn't nice at all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Not about this season. Anyway, Eris intimacy. Eris he's learning intimacy. Yes, I love. I loved how he when Cal asked about if they'd rubbed off on each other, <laughs> which I thought like you could use other words, pal. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, and Eris, but the thing he sort of said basically like she's helped with his social anxiety. Yeah, like, he used to feel like he needed like a social lubricant, a drink or something to be with around a lot of people. But when she's there, he feels comfortable and calm that alone to me would be the highest form of a compliment like oh you make you make these horrible situations palatable like that's a very nice thing to say it it was and i also don't know that i had heard him say that he had social anxiety but when he said it uh other things made a little bit yeah. more sense for me made sense yeah right um, so I was glad he shared that. And I don't, I don't think you can give anyone a bigger compliment. Um, no. well, maybe, maybe that you're into her at this point, but I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciated that. And I think she did too. And, um, Cal obviously thought it was good. And I, I liked that, you know, Pepper had them hold and look at each other and, and oh, he thanked her for being, Oh you. God. I, if someone what ever a- told me that I, I couldn't get through it. I just start laughing. I would too. I would start laughing uncontrollably. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd, I no. I don't know how these people deserve like medals for getting through this shit. I know it's true. The, the, the exercises and the whatnot. I mean, 
Speaking of, I mean, think of it like that's a tough exercise to actually do that. And they did it. And he even had his hand on her booty and Cal called it out. That's tough, tough work. Gina and Clint couldn't even watch a fucking good, solid movie. You know, they couldn't even watch I know. a nice movie An about a dog. Ends of the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. So I appreciate the the effort. Um, she, she, I don't know. They went kayaking, which I just just stay home. Um, <laughs> Wait, I want to say what I want to say one other little quick thing before the kayaking. Cal said something tonight that I thought was in. I've never heard him say these exact words before, but he said to them because I think he really I think he wishes that they had would catch up and be at the same on the same page. Cal said you can't really say if the marriage is or isn't going to work until you've tried it outside of this. And he sort of did the, you know, the whole thing where it's like. That's I mean, that that should be said maybe on the day they get married, shouldn't it? I mean, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I did actually I clocked that. I clocked it as um, please don't let us go one for five this season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. He was trying to stack the numbers a little bit. Yeah. Like, come on, guys, like give it a shot. Uh, I know because it's interesting that he said that. I do know that's the point, right? Is to to see is to decide to stay married, and for the most part, they understand that that's actually going to be seeing whether it works. They see that there's enough there to make it work. Um, but it was funny to hear him say it that way, and all I could think yeah. was, "God, he really wants like, a win here. <laughs> He's, he needs a W. Yeah. He does. He really, really does." Um, no, so you you were the they did go kayaking and. That didn't seem fun to me, but I guess no, it it didn't seem fun, and also it was weird because they 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 had this comp this they talked about it, it went by fast, and he asked if she's confidence with her answer, and she's like I, I go back and forth, and he she asked him the same, and he kind of said I'm comfortable where I'm at, and I and and th- and was thinking about all the good, and and then she just looked annoyed, and yeah, I I I thought I wonder why she looks annoyed right now. And then, I don't know, has he said to her before that he's probably leaning towards no? So then when he says, I'm comfortable where I'm at, she's like, oh, you're fucking ready to say no still. I oh. I don't know. It was, or maybe she was just annoyed because she was in a kayak instead of at a you know, nice dinner with a steak and some wine. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. Maybe a, a shade tree or something. I, I, she did seem annoyed and I was wondering the same thing. And when she did say, right around there too, that she's like, well, I know I've given a thousand percent, so I'm at peace knowing I won't have regrets. Kind of like, yeah. Hey, motherfucker, you know, at least like, even if he is happy where he's at, she knows that he didn't give it a thousand percent. Yeah. I think it was whatever he said in that moment, she picked up something that I, that probably went over my head and she looked because her attitude changed too, where she was like, a lot would have to change to have a successful marriage, which we already know she's feeling, but she just kind of, she went from talking about it to being like, this is it, blah, blah, blah. And then, boy, did they end that with a dramatic, please tell me you heard that song. Oh my God. What was Oh, it was like a, it was, it, <laughs> it sounded like a very, um, it was like, you're going to find me deep in the water. And it was like, 
and it was very dramatic and it was really kind of pretty and weird. And I was like, who's going to be in the water? Is Eris deep in the water? I think Eris is going to, I think she's going to leave his body in the water is all I could. It just was a very, uh, I I quite enjoyed it. That's another cryptic. Yeah. It was, it was like a little bit of like a, like a. Aretha Franklin, but also churchy. I don't know. It was beautiful. I oh, kind of nice. wanted on a loop. Yeah. And I want to just blare it at my husband anytime I'm annoyed with him and have him just be like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to find me in the water? I Deep in the water. It's a, Deep in the water. Yeah. Oh, deep boy. in the yeah. water. Yeah. It was intense. <laughs> it was. Oh, boy. Intense. Well, Sarah, I have to just say a little little projection there. They must have some pretty intense songs queued up for next week. And I'm going to need you. I'm going to need a play by play. I'm going to be at full attention. Don't you worry. Full attention. Like I'm going to need because each song is probably going to basically tell us their answer before they give it. So (laughs) it'll be perfect. Oh, that's that's a good point. I'm probably just I mean, how am I going to. We're doing couples couch. I'm going to be like grabbing your knee for every song. I mean, it's going to be. Well, that is true. I don't know. We're going to. I don't know. We might have to. Maybe they could send us the um the, the soundtrack ahead or behind <laughs> something. We need it. Yeah. Or lyrics. Yeah. Something. Uh, well, there wasn't a ton more about them. I mean, they went to bed kind of having a nice conversation. She didn't seem like she was going to drown him deep in the water anymore. He was. <laughs> talking about yeah, uh, yeah how he's like out in the streets watching walking duchess and uh, uh when she said she had grown so much because of how honest he's been with her it was really kind of i don't know like it it just was touching and then and then he goes yeah in the words of pastor kale that's intimacy <laughs> no. and he just makes me laugh I and know. i feel like what the freak guys why not why not? I mean, I mean, listen, okay. She deserves more. She deserves to feel like a queen. She deserves to be desired and to feel desired and all of the things. But is it possible that that could still happen with him? Because he's started at like the kindergarten level of marriage. I don't think so. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I don't mm. think so. I, there was on that decision day dish that they aired tonight. There was some back and forth about that where people were saying that they think maybe right i can't remember who said yeah. which i could i didn't you know but there was know, there I was did. some speculation yeah. that maybe they would but um i don't know i i feel like i feel like they're going to find their marriage deep in the water and it's dead it's fully yeah. <laughs> fully submerged it, and done well i was going to say they might even be floating back to the top at this point <laughs> just lifeless bodies well you know what? It, you, this is okay. I don't know how to. So the thing that kills me is that I think that Jasmine and Eris are more compatible long term than Shaq and Kirsten. But Shaq and Kirsten have been physical with each other and had some sort of physical attraction. And but I feel like they don't have anything going on on the same page. So it's like if the two of these things could just mesh. Right. One perfect couple that's a good that's a good point um we can move on to them do you want since yeah um yeah i would like to say obviously we don't know what's going to happen on decision day but we for anyone that we care about we might consider sending them 
a nice set of attitude sheets. That is true, Sarah. Because they're going to need a nice long sleep after all this shit's done airing. Um, so uh, <laughs> you should go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. Uh, they have a nice little page up and then you use the word my podcast at checkout for $25 off the most comfortable sheets. I'm not exaggerating. Mary's not exaggerating. We were sent nope. a set. We have both purchased sets as gifts for other people. I don't really know yes. that I'm going to buy anyone from any for anyone in the cast, but I'll think about it um, because these sheets are the best. It's like sleeping at your favorite hotel every night. They are clean bamboo sheets. They are sustainable bedding made from the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric. So you can rest easy knowing your bedding is free from harmful chemicals. Better for you, better for the planet, things we like, Mary. Sarah, I cannot tell a lie. You said we both bought another set for gifts. I bought another set for myself. Okay. <laughs> These sheets are the best sheets. I wake up cool, rested, energized. I don't sweat anymore. I get good quality sleep. They're buttery soft. They don't mess with my hair, my skin. They're hypoallergenic. I love them. I love them. And I will never sleep on anything else. I'm 100% in agreement with you. And we're not making this up. Um, we feel strongly about them, which is why we give them such a strong personal endorsement. We also love that they're beyond sustainable. They create products consciously and giving back. Their bedding is ethically crafted. And they, for every purchase, they give uh, a percentage to environmental nonprofits. So it's all good. Plus, they have a 30 nights risk-free and return sitch. So do it. I don't know, even a last minute Mother's Day gift. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast and then use code my podcast at checkout. $25 off your first betting order. And speaking of betting, cursing a check. I would say betting <laughs> or gambling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, can we, okay, I am going to try not to be my normal personality, Mary self, with how I physically reacted to them going to the singer-songwriter's <laughs> house because I can only imagine that I will look like a hater and a shitty person, but it could not have been um, a more uncomfortable 15 to 72 minutes that they were there um, with Wade Bunny, Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson the bunny. Was, was the star. I could watch an I was, could watch a whole episode I, just Wade went, Wilson running around. That's all I wanted from any of that that they showed me. The the woman was very talented. The the singer songwriter. I think it's a neat idea. It's just not for me. And um, so if you'd like to go ahead, like right now, I'm so uncomfortable just talking about it. I'm like jittery. My ass cheeks feel weird. Like I nervous. I. I hated that. I, I get it. I was thinking about you while I was watching that scene because I was, it was like, it was very sweet. And like you said, the woman is very talented, but then when they're, you know, they're searching for, uh, words for the songs and she's Sarah. She, Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten says something like, I got your back. And then she's like, I got your back. Do, 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 Oh, and then Shaq started offering lyrics, maybe too many. He really jumped in. Oh, he went hard <laughs> with that. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, but also, if if either one of them says emotional roller coaster one more time, I mean, that's been the new thing instead of communication or intention. Yeah. The emotional roller coaster. 
in the beginning when this this woman was like, oh, yeah, we're going to um make a personalized song about their life. I was like, this is going to be the most boring fucking song. <laughs> it's going to be just one note with 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 somebody droning on. No words. I never met sense. your dad. And then that's the end of the song. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess he did finally uh, this episode. I don't know yeah. how to kiss. <laughs> Oh, it was when she said, she said something. I want Kirsten's like, I want you to be happy. And then that Caitlin lady was like, to be happy. You know, she's, I mean, it couldn't have been any more comfortable for her. And again, she not, she was a talented lady. It was just. It was like oh. a bad SNL sketch in some ways. It was, I, Sarah. It was wor- It was worse because nobody was fucking around. <laughs> they were like, it when Jack's like, yeah, trust the process, and it's like they were like, just like a, like a, I, I can't even. I don't even know. All I know is I have written here. Um, this makes me so fucking uncomfortable. Kirsten starts <laughs> singing. I'm going to have to leave the room. <laughs> that was, I, okay. loved Sarah? when Kirsten sang though. It was. First of all, she, she, listen, there's a lot of positives about Kirsten. She's a beautiful lady. She's a, a hustler, a business lady, all the things we get, but she is not a singer and neither am I. And this is why I can say it, it, his face. And, but I love that she was like, I'm just singing it. And she was like, she was just wailing it out. And it sounded like oh. me. And, um, it just, it really, Shaq's face, I mean, he was dying. I mean, you know, but it, good on her. I mean, she's on camera just singing that song I as she should. She's got, <sighs> I liked seeing her not take herself seriously. I liked it, to be honest. Okay. I, I'll go along with that. <laughs> I, you don't I, have to. I don't know if she knows what it sounded like. I think she did. I really do. You do? Yeah. Okay. I think if that's the case, then I love it. Because I think they've done something before where she sang a word to him or something and he laughed. Like, I think, I think it's kind of like, hey, I'm not a great singer like a, and it's funny. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that she was not taking herself seriously in that moment. Okay. And she was just going to sing it out and, uh, and have some fun. And so I liked that. That was my take. Okay. Well, I honestly think my whole um, interpretation of this whole scene was was tainted, <laughs> if you will, because I just I do I don't know what it's it's a me problem. I get very uncomfortable. I don't when people are performing live, but they're not professional. It's a weird thing. I can't do it. So Shaq said you did good. I felt like he was giggling more at her than with her, but maybe that's me. The singer songwriter told Kirsten to keep up the singing. And I was like, that's not a good friend. Why are you saying that? I think that he was, I do. I I know. I don't know why we're spending so much time on this, but it was just entertaining. But I do feel that she, he was like, good for you. You wailed it out. And she's like, yeah, I just think, I, I do think it was a moment that like we haven't seen of them that she True. does have a little bit of a goofy side and she was letting it fly. She's like, I'm just going to sing this song, trust it in the process. And um, and I'm just gonna let it out. And I do Wade love Wilson her when left she's the room at some point. Oh, he did. I don't know. I, no, I didn't see him after that. I think he might have bailed. He might have bailed. <laughs> he ran for the street. Um, I, I, no, I do love her when she's loose and carefree, and she was very much that. I just wish I was loose and carefree enough to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> he did say it was his favorite date thus far. Yeah, you know, and uh. 
it's funny when she said something or they're they're, ta- they're out on the was it was that when they were they're out on the porch yeah. talking and like her, she's like yeah about her dad not wanting to film and again that makes more sense to me a little bit but then she's like so after the eight weeks is over you know you'll spend more time with my dad and my grandma and my brother and you know i i do think that's an interesting piece though like what if somebody can't wait till after to make the decision before you know because they're ha- i mean they showed it here they had time they went to the dads right and right right it, so it is possible to go there off camera if the guy doesn't want to film right um right so i understand him not wanting to uh and i respect that and i respect that she's not trying to get him to but i think maybe they could have uh figured out a quick visit before today because Shaq does seem to hold a little bit of a grudge with that stuff. He said it yeah, again, he e- even when they got, they showed them have gotten in the, they showed how they got in the car and she said, you know, we were, I met your dad and he's like, yeah, it was cool. And he just goes, it was that simple. It was that simple. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he wasn't going to let that go. And I honestly, don't, I don't know if I blame him. I, I don't know if I blame him, but I do think there's a piece of that that I felt opened up my eyes about him last week and this week that there is you can't. OK, I'm, I met him. Right. And I think even Pep and Cal said that they were like, OK, well, um, she 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 showed up. She came through. She gave you that. Doesn't it can't be it can't always be on your timeline. So I just think true. Sometimes he is like, well, I would if it was me, I would have introduced her to my dad off camera the first week. And he doesn't yeah. have any room for it to be different how Kirsten approaches it. So I'm not saying that he, she should have waited this long. I'm just saying that he doesn't seem to let go of when things don't happen the way he was hoping they would, right? Just like with attraction, yeah. we've seen that he's kind of like, yeah, well, now she's all up in my business. And I'm kind of like, well, you should have met me there two weeks ago because I was already there. So it's a little, I think there's some grudge holding happening. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think it was the, the just the, what is it before Decision Day Scoop show? Yeah, Decision Why Day. Why am I blanking on decision the- Decision Day yeah. Dish. Dish that- uh. I think it was talked about with them, too, that like maybe I think Alexis might have brought it up that like sex. It's almost like this sex changed things for both of them, but in different ways, almost like, you know, whether we because hasn't it come up whether like whether they're still as intimate if they're getting it on. Well, on I bring it up. Not. Yeah, I bring it up. A lot well, yeah, I'm yeah. Confused because I'm like, curious it makes, minds want to know. Yeah, it makes it seem they. They kind of make it seem like maybe they're not. Maybe they did it. And then right. uh, as you 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 said last week, maybe he did find out she's a terrible, as bad a kisser as she said she was going to be. And, and things went south. A bad, a bad lay, as he used to say <laughs> in the 80s. Yeah. No, um, if you listen to Shaq's words just throughout this episode, he's in, in, in he, and previous episodes, he said things similarly, but like how they're growing separately and not growing together. Yeah. And he feels like they're in two different boats. They're rowing, but they're not in the same boat. I mean, this is this is the last episode before decision day that like now I'm really actually thinking 
that they might not make it. And I know that's what I I came out of this episode that way too, because there was a lot of, I don't feel secure in this marriage. He said to her, there was, um, he was talking about, there's a lot of missing peace. I don't think you listen to my needs. At one point I didn't know what they were talking about because it felt like a big circle of conversation that was, I think still on the porch, but, um, yeah, I left feeling that it ain't good. No. And, and all I hear, I hear Kirsten just say a lot of like, just know I'm here for you. I'm here to support you and that you just have to trust me and you just have to believe me. And so all of those sorts of words make me think that there's some fucking hidden footage somewhere where she dropped the ball on something more than not showing up to his work thing or school thing, which that, I don't know. They, they make me tired. And I I know. there's just a lot of exhausted. Yeah. A lot of her saying trust and believe and a lot of him saying, I kind of need to see more before I, and I don't know more of what, to be honest, I don't, I've lost complete track of what I'm not saying that I think she's showed up. I I have no idea. I don't know what is missing for them at this point, other than they just like, they seem to be both talking and then, and then not receiving what the other one is saying and then just ending the conversation and going to bed. I just, I, I honestly, they, they, they talk me. So they talk so much in circles to me. Like that's what I'm hearing because I'm like, I don't know. I don't really quite understand what's missing here. What you're saying. I get confused. Yeah, there's and no then substance. I, yeah. It's like, it's like a lot of words with no, I, I same same thing. They make me tired. And I can't imagine if you and I are feeling that way, watching just a snippet of this, how they're feeling. I'd be I'd be fast forwarding to decision day if I was them. It sounds like a nightmare. I I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, because he even said Shaq when all the guys met and we'll kind of, you know, break that down in a little bit of a different way. But when all the guys met, he did say something again, like all I wanted was to meet her dad. Why did it take so long? So there's this. Oh, and then I think it was Clint that asked if they have fun together and Oh, Shaq yeah. basically said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. He he said and I love that too cuz Clint's like, you know, or somebody said that's a great question cuz I haven't seen it. That's or somebody said that. Yeah. Or maybe I just But it was like <sighs> Shaq said no. He basically said we might be able to after this process, something to that effect, which is the same as a no. And yeah. um so I thought that was interesting because I thought it looked like they were having fun during that um, date today. But that, like to your point, he said it was his favorite date. So if that's the only fun date they've had so far, then well, that's not great because tomorrow's decision day or two days or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, eight weeks and one good date slash night together. I mean, I don't know. It's not. It, you, OK, we can move on from them. Picture Shaq at the honeymoon, at the wedding, this sort of like confident, seemed to me to be sort of happy-go-lucky, smooth. And now he just seems like miserable and a little bit of a complainer. And I don't know why. Again, I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but it's like a totally different person from the beginning of the season. He's not happy. No, I know. And I don't know that it's, you know, I, I don't know that. It is for when I say he holds a grudge, 
which I do think he is. But at this point, I can see that if someone has let you down enough times in your mind in this short of a time, why you would sort of, you know, mark those on the wall as like, okay, let down again, let down. Like I can see where you would be just kind of throwing your hands in the air. I don't know exactly what it is that he feels completely let down by. I mean, I know a few things obviously, but um, overall, I think I'm just like missing a piece of, of what it is that they both aren't getting from each other. Um, but he, he just doesn't seem happy. And that's kind of, if you're not happy, you're not happy. So I think they are a good example of why I'm looking forward to the episodes after decision day, because I feel like there's so much we don't get and there's so much I'm missing. I mean, listen, I miss a lot on a daily basis. I get that. But like we're missing something. And I'm hoping that once their answer, once they've gone through decision day, they can both be a little bit more real or we'll find out what the fuck happened. Yeah, I really am looking forward to that too because there might be some some nuggets uncovered or some things talked about where we can go, "Oh, okay." Um, yeah. I see. I because she, you know what, when they went line dancing, which was the worst thing I've ever seen, but um it just was like a sad because there was nobody else <laughs> until those yeah. guys came. It was just I was just like, "Oh, just the just the four girls dancing by themselves." But um <laughs> When the one guy approached her, she and said, what are you focused on or something? And she was like, my husband, my husband. Yeah. I focused on my husband. Very respectful, which I love. And very, um, not that anyone else was disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Well, Nicole kind, yeah. of, <laughs> Nicole kind of threw Chris under the bus, but we'll get to that. Um, but uh, I, I, I liked, it was interesting for me to see her just be like, no. Um, Mm-mm. I got my man. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly how she feels or if she's just like, this is, we're in this right now. So I'm not even going to put an energy out there that's different than that until after. I don't know. But I did, I, I it, it gave me a little bit of like, oh, she's just like, yeah, just can't wait to get home to my husband. Been out too late. Want to see what he's up yeah. to. And yeah, that's true. Out of all of the girls. She was. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that Nicole wasn't, but yeah, he, she definitely made it clear she wanted to go home. Yeah. To Shaq. So, well, the thing Nicole did was a little bit different, but we'll get into it. First, I just want to say we have a sponsor that we're very excited about called Organifi. Um, and this is only our second time to tell you about them. So I suggest you pay attention because we have a 20 percent discount code, which is, of course, my podcast. But also you go to their website, Organifi.com slash my podcast. It is a line of organic superfood blends. It's plant-based nutrition, high quality ingredients, and each blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. They sent us some stuff to try. I have to say that the green juice, I'm a huge fan of drinking green juice. I think it's got a ton of benefits, obviously. I think we all know that. Um, and, but sometimes it does taste like grass (laughs) and this is really, really delicious. It's a powder. You mix it in anything, water, juice, whatever you want. They have a minty one and they just started one that has an apple crisp flavor that I, we just got and I love. So it, it, it just starts your day with essential superfoods, helps detox the body, lowers cravings, reduces stress, resets your morning and contains a clinical dose 
of ashwagandha. So that helps healthy cortisol levels and which aids in weight management. I think we all know that by now too. You just mix it in. Mary, I know you love the harmony. So do I, but I should let you talk. Oh, why would you, Sarah? No, I'm kidding. I do love the harmony. And it's, first of all, it's really helped me stay sort of balanced during my PMS symptoms. It really, the word harmony is in this for a reason. It combines 12 superfood ingredients and it's a delicious chocolate flavored super blend. And I put it right into my coffee and it's helped me so much with PMS symptoms like bloating, fatigue, mood swings. I feel just more even keeled and honestly better balanced every week of the month. No joke. So I'm really loving it a ton. But I also love the fact that it's super simple and convenient because all I have to do is put in my coffee. And you know, I don't like to do anything, Sarah. I know. It makes it, it's, they make it easy for you. Mix it right in. They have a glow that we've both tried, which supports collagen, but it's vegan. So if you're looking for a vegan option to help support your collagen and hydrate your skin and all the wonderful things, this is where you go, Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash my podcast. They made a real cute page for us. Real cute. Our photos yes. are on it. Um, and then you use my podcast at checkout, although it, it automatically applies if you go to that URL. So you might as well just do it that way. But if you forget to do it that way, use my podcast at checkout, 20% off. Let's talk about Nicole and Christopher. Yes. Let me start out by saying how gorge Nicole looked for the outside fancy dinner yes. with the private chef. Yes. She looked stunning. And um, but then she said if she says no on decision day, it's because she was marrying the steak that she was eating, <laughs> yeah. which made me laugh. Yeah. But then it also made me mad. But no, it was nice. It was a nice date, but it was not. Let's be honest. She I think she is a true self-saboteur. Yeah, she really and, and is. It's, it's not, and I, and I don't mean this in like a, a hateful way. I want her to just knock it off because she has so much going for her, but she's she's bringing up problems and issues and creating things that just out of thin air because it's, I'm sure it's that, you know, I want, I want to say it before he says it. Well, guess what? He's never going to say it. He loves you. Go live your life. Stop ruining it by making shit up. It, it's so. I, I think she knows she's that way because she even says it. She's like, I'm maybe I'm thinking this so that way I'm not disappointed in this. And I'm in my head. And he's like, as you do. But if you don't do anything about it, acknowledging it is great. But you've got to do. She's got to work harder on. I mean, I'm not, you know, the person to tell her what to do. Obviously, with all that stuff. But it's just, it, it's every time it comes up and. I I honestly, I got so nervous when they started doing the creme brulee thing, and with the torch, yeah, with the torch, and and the um, and the chef started to say that Chris was doing it better. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Uh, oh God. Yes. I was like, no. Yes. I was like, don't no. don't say that. Don't no, say no, that. No. 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 And no. And then no, no. I don't know if someone production came in and said, hey, let her win the brulee. She did the best brulee. Please say she did the less. Best brulee because we all got a wrap here at some point tonight and we're tired. Um, and then the chef was like, "You know what? I think you won the brulee." And she was like, "Okay, I, I mean, I shouldn't have to, if I feel that way." When, when she, when he, when the, when the chef said, basically said the words "You're winning" or whatever to to Chris, I watched the screen. Nicole still had the torch lit. 
her eyes looked up from her brulee across the table to his brulee to see what he was doing. Swear to God, if you have it recorded, go back and look. And then she went even harder with her brulee. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'd love to find the clip because it was like she was like brulee, brulee, torch, torch. And then and then like the, he said something and she like looked up at his and then she went back in real hard. And then, no, you're absolutely right. Someone must have elbowed him in the ribs and was like. I thought she was going to flip the table. I I 100% thought she was going to stand up and flip the table. So I'm glad that uh, someone clued him in and said, no, no, Nicole wins the brulee. Um, (sighs) Fuck. But to your point. If if you were nervous and I was nervous, well, how how's that going to be for Chris? Because he can't. He's got to be just like, oh God. Maybe he was the one that was like, maybe he slipped the guy a note and was like, she wins, she wins. Oh, I, be, oh. I mean, because look, he's like punching the guy <laughs> under the table. Yeah. At like, he's got brulee and a uh, torch in one hand, and he's just sucker punching the guy's quad. Yeah, and then just like, please. Oh. I mean, it's just I, I, I'm. I don't feel any doubt that they're going to say yes, but yeah. Um, the only reason he may not is because of the the overthinking of everything. Because she even talked about how, God, some nights are magical and we're really comfortable around each other, but I don't want us to get lost in comfortability, even though my favorite part is that we're comfortable, but I just don't want it to end up that we get too comfortable to where we're in the friend zone. And it's just... It's it's putting out fucking fires but that aren't even there. If you... if If in six months she starts to feel that they are in that space, then you say it. But to, to, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not the accurate advice. I'm not a fucking therapist, but I just, it just feels that there's always a, oh, we're doing good right now, but what if this happens, then this might happen, then, then it's going to be bad. And if you're always looking for the shoe to drop, it's going to drop. It's, it's, it's truly like self-sabotaging behavior. And it makes me sad because she deserves love. She deserves to be happy. And I think she'll get there. But when she's when she says all that and then it's like, I don't even believe her because at one point she's not believe her, but she's like, and I'm afraid I'll make this decision on decision day based on the happy bubble. But then in a few months, my feelings might change. And I want to be like, that's not what she's afraid of. She's not afraid of her feelings changing. I don't think. I don't think I don't I don't think I think so. she's afraid of his feelings changing. Yeah. But, then, but also it's just right? it's a weird thing to say either way. I mean, it's super it's super weird. How about when she was like, just know that on decision day, you know, uh, whatever I do is based on decision day. It's based on today. So please know that whatever happens, I love you. That will never change. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you breaking up right now after you just had a great steak and a creme brulee? Like, what are you fucking doing? It felt like a little bit of a threat or something because the live yeah. together conversation came up and, um, she was talking about, you know, I'm getting in my head and I don't like things looming and the same conversation that we've heard them have so much that um, I, I, I could have just sat down and just repeated it for them. I could have just sat down yeah. with them and, and said, oh, you guys don't need to talk. I'm going to talk for you. Nicole, she, she, Nicole's in her head and she really wants to know what you're <laughs> going to do after decision day. Chris, <laughs> you don't really want to make that decision right now because it's a huge commitment and you have some things to figure it out. I mean, I like I can't. 
I can't. Yeah. So I don't know if because he's not giving her the answer that whatever the fuck it is that she wants, and I'm so sorry, there's more F-bombs than I meant to for today, but- Well, it's just a big episode. Um, I just, I, I felt that they started talking in circles again. I wanted to go flip their table so that dinner could be over. Yes. Yes. Um, I would have taken, I would have taken- <laughs> His creme brulee. And then I would have let you flip the table. Yeah. It just, it's hard. Well, it's tough, 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 tough territory. Yeah. It's tough to watch. Well, when she's talking, when the girls got together for drinks, she does the same thing with them. And it's like, she was complete. She was like, now, now that she doesn't, she doesn't want Chris to say yes on decision day because saying, or no, I'm sorry. She doesn't want him to say yes on decision day. Only because saying no would hurt her. Like she wants him to, you know, she wants to make sure he's saying yes for him and not because he doesn't want to hurt her. You can't control the narrative of every like she's she's trying to be God. You know, she's trying to control everything and you can't do that. No. And it is. um, I don't know that I. I mean, both they said it to Chris and then they also the girls also said it about Chris. I'm not sure I would want to be considered a golden retriever. I mean, golden retrievers are nice, but I don't know that I would want everyone to just basically call me a puppy dog. Um, Yeah. uh, As a man, I don't think it's, you know, I don't I felt like in that moment. I mean, Gina kind of said it. Gina, I don't I really noticed this episode that she kind of doesn't listen when everyone else is talking. And then she plays with like the long side of her hair. And just kind of throws oh. in something to act like she's listening, mm. but she's just really focused mm-hmm. on. It's fine. I'm just annoyed by her today. Um, but uh, it just that, and then what I was bringing up earlier, the moment when they were line dancing and the guys approached, and she starts telling them that she's the alpha, and they say, "So you are the pants," and she says, "Well, he's nice and agreeable," and they go, "So he's the beta," and she says something else. And Kirsten jumps in basically and saves her. I, 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 Kirsten jumped in and and made that conversation stop because I think she, she thought if Chris sees this where you're talking to a group of guys telling him that he's a pussy basically. Oh yes. Yes. A blue ribbon pussy. That's what it felt like. And I don't think that he is at all that. I don't either. I don't either, but I mean, could have looked. Yeah, she was, um, she, she, and then, and then Nicole went to camera and said, you know, this is the first time being out and guys approaching, but I was really respectful of boundaries. And I thought, I think I'd rather see you flirting with someone than kind of, Throwing Chris, I don't talking it, shit. Yeah, it's not. I don't know that that was at all necessary. It just felt very icky to me. It didn't feel appropriate, and I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I didn't like that. I didn't like it either, and, and especially it was just the same the same thing where you know Nicole. It's it's an it's it's such a tension seeking behavior, but she takes over the group, and then I mean, at one point, one of the guys. Well, like you said, before they got in that conversation, she's like, oh, you're the leader. And I, I, I think he I mean, I guess obviously maybe he meant in the couple, but I think just she wants to be the leader of the four girls. She wants to be the leader of whoever she's around, you know, and if someone else is doing a little better, make, you know, torching their brulee a little better or doing anything, she's just not happy. And I me. Okay. I, yeah, I think that Maybe was about she wants? Chris, though, because oh. it was all that whole conversation was 
how she, oh, well, he's like, so you're the alpha. She's like, yeah, I'm the alpha. And so they go, so he's yeah. the beta. And she's like, I mean, yeah, you got, but then she tried to sort of, and then I, that's when I saw Kirsten kind of come okay. in to stop the conversation. It was, it didn't, I didn't, that's how I took it all. I didn't like it. I don't think that Chris would enjoy watching that back. I'm, I'm a little bit tired of her saying she doesn't want him to do all these things and then doing things like if you don't put on the dino costume, I'm going to be heartbroken, right? It's like you're, yeah. it, again, we talked about this last week, talking out both sides of her mouth about it. But it just, I just thought that was kind of odd. Kind of odd and kind of icky. And it makes you want, what would she be like with an alpha? I don't think she, you know what I mean? There'd be like just two limp bodies and yeah. trails of blood everywhere. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, I don't think I think, first of all, I think the only way that they'll work is because he's a beta. But if anybody who's any anybody who's anybody, everyone should know that betas are truly this the ones with strength because they don't they're the ones that have to stand up and actually be comfortable without you know, being loud and being the alpha. I don't know if I'm not making sense. I need therapy too, but I'll tell you what, you know who needs some therapy? I think these two could benefit from some therapy. And you know what? We got a, we got a place for them to go for it. This week, our podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You have heard us talk about BetterHelp before. BetterHelp is an online therapy session. Is it a session? It's a session. It's a session. <laughs> it's therapy. It's online therapy. You have access to it. It's obviously very easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you. You never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. So I find myself doing that a lot. This is one thing that I think therapy is a huge help for someone like me for. So I am always a big advocate of trying out therapy, whether you feel like you're going through something or not. It's always good to talk about your feelings. It is. It is very good to talk about your feelings, Sarah. And I have definitely benefited from therapy. I've learned positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, still working on that, but it has empowered me to be the best version of myself. And guess what? I can do it from my couch. You can do it from your couch when you use better help. Don't steal that jingle, better help. Because um, I just made it up. I think if you're starting if you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe you're intimidated by it. Give BetterHelp a try. You get to do it all online. You're, it's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Avi, we have a code for you. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my podcast today. And you get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash my podcast. 10% off your first month. Go get it. Well, the one thing we, uh, uh, speaking of therapy, <laughs> um, that we didn't talk about real quick in the line dancing thing with Jasmine and Eris was the guys flirting with Jasmine and her just, that was a, I liked that for her. Oh, it was the right yes. night. It was the right night for her to have a guy talking about how he's got a few 740s in his driveway and wants to, I mean, he was being, he was talk about alpha. He was like, let's go. Let's yes. leave now. We can leave now. And she, she was, uh, you know, she did not pretend not to be in a relationship. She didn't, but she she got to have her a little ego boost that I think she very much yes. deserves. 
I'll tell you what, for nobody needs to go pole dancing to feel desired after an evening like that. Like that guy was basically like he would have put a ring on it if he had one in his pocket. Yeah. He was very it was very sweet. And she, of course, she like she's so she was flattered, rightfully so, but also appropriate, you know. Yeah, true. She was cute. Yeah. Um, We can move on probably right to Gina and Clint. Yeah. I would like to say there was a lot of references to dog breeding in that up uh, during that episode. And so I just would like to remind people there are a lot of dogs in shelters and uh, adopt, don't shop. Nashville Humane Society's got a lot of them. I follow them on Instagram. Anyway, um, Clint and yes. Gina. Uh, I, I, I just, there's a hangover from last week. Yeah. You know, and I feel it. You feel it. Clint feels it. And Gina has, you know, Gina's fine. Um, I he addresses her and tells her that he was caught off guard and and sort of blindsided. And, he, you know, him recalling her saying he has an odd, strange energy and that these things were never vocalized to him. And she just doesn't she doesn't even sort of acknowledge that to me. I think no. at one point she said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Kind of like. Sorry if with, I stepped on your toe on my way to the bathroom. Yeah, she like, said it no. the same way she says everything, which with a little giggle after, like, <laughs> sorry if yeah. I was awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> because in that conversation, which was after they rode the horses, and we can talk about that because it was real. I mean, Clint was talking about the horse being a snuggle buddy, asking him if he was a yogurt guy. I mean, this guy is lovable, Gina. You're insane. I understand not everyone I... is going to have the same opinion. And that I understand they're just not attracted. It's not going to work. I don't want him with Gina either, but I'm just saying he's a lovable guy. Um, but the the comments and the conversation afterwards where he actually, I mean, they're having a nice picnic. It, it it's, he, she looks like she smells shit the whole time. Maybe she did because mm -hmm. there were horses around. Uh, True. <laughs> I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But it's the same face she's been working with all season. Yeah. So. It's just, I don't know. And she's like, you are bizarre and outrageous. You are. It's, listen, is he a, a little more uh, energy, has a little more energy and and doesn't mind dancing and having to be in the fun guy? But I don't, he's not out. I don't find him outrageous. No. I think it's, I, I think it's, it's just that correct. she's, a, she's okay. He he has a different personality than you. Like he's not looking she's at you. She's a wet rag. Yeah. And he's she's not telling her that though, is he? Uh, we are. No, because he's. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, the way that she said he had an odd energy and she was like, no, like you're bizarre and outrageous was very similar to the gingery features tone. Yes. It was just like this matter of fact, these words have a negative connotation to me. You are them. And it's like, I, I wrote, I, 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 I did not care for her in this episode. Um, I don't think that she's correct in how she describes him or defines him. I've known some outrageous and bizarre people, and I wouldn't even put Clint in the same bucket as these people. I mean, is it that she's that sort of sheltered or quiet or like just lifeless? I don't emotionally. I, th I think she's just trying. I think that he's not for her, and that's fine. And and instead of just saying we just don't mesh. She wants to make a character attack. He even said that. Um, 
that it felt like a character attack, which it was. And instead of just saying like, I, you know, you're funny, you're fun to be around. You're like, I, it, but it's just not, we're, there's just nothing that you can say something without being mean for her to, you know, you're the silly, loud, jokester, drunk person. He's like, yeah, on special occasions. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that was my favorite part that he brushed her back with that. When she's like drunk and crass. I'm glad he said that on special oh, occasions, like, like not all the time. And on his birthday. And me. Yeah. I, you know, and maybe there was one other episode where they had been. Um, he talked about having to hydrate after or something and he had morning pizza and he was joking around. But first of all, listen, she's going to drive got, me to drink more. <laughs> I got drink a couple, couple weeks ago. Jerry Springer died. You don't have to have a reason, Gina. OK, <laughs> sometimes you just pouring one out. Stop it. Oh, it. Yeah. I, I, I just think like those attempts to take shots at his character like that and throw in things like drunk person and the thing that she said a couple weeks ago about like I could ask anyone and they wouldn't want to be with that that would then I think these are her ways ways of I, 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 I don't know I believe as the season has gone on she started to realize that everything that she says doesn't always come out great and maybe someone tells her that I don't know but I think she then finds, well, if I say this, then people will be on my side. Oh, God, you don't want to be with him. He is an alcoholic. What? No, that's not. He's a successful guy. He has some fun. He's I mean, and then he he's just so well, he shut it down and just goes, you know, I'm yeah, I get it. I'm eccentric. OK, he just seems so defeated. But when what really pissed me off was she says, well, no, it's not bad that you're eccentric. It's kind of like on the honeymoon when you say something and then you realize, ooh, that's not what I meant. So she basically brought it back to remind him that one time he said something about her that she didn't like. So now she's had a license to shit on him for for the eight entire weeks and wanted to remind the world that he said it. And then he just stopped the conversation because he obviously felt like, oh, there we go again with that. I can't win. I'm just going to. And then he said, I'm glad we talked about it. I'm like, you didn't. She just shut it down. Yeah. No, he's a grown up. And I think I will say he he's he's smart because he knows. I'm sure. I'm sure he has some choice words for her in his head or some thoughts about some things, but I think he's above above it to say them out loud on TV. And he's he's taking the higher ground. Uh, one example. Tell me, was this outrageous and bizarre or was it? The fu- it was it it was a little corny when Clint when he met the ranch owner and he shakes her hand but then he kisses his own hand yeah. and says lovely to meet you and it literally Gina like looked down like she honestly wished she'd never been born I mean it's that is not outrageous and bizarre that is just a, a kind of a, a a funny corny sort of personality but it it doesn't make anybody feel a certain way he's charming it's I, I mean. I think it was, I caught that. She looked, I mean, she looked like she wanted the ground to swallow her up. Oh, like it's not, it's not, she acted like he walked up, said, lovely to meet you, grabbed the lady's tits and motorboated her. That's what she, (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was thinking that too. Like, like he walks up to the lady and just goes, smell my fingers. You know, like she acts like he's so crass and what, and he's not, she's not going to win this. No, we're not going to let her win it because that was no. And, and, 
and to say, oh, you know, it was it was a harsh review, but he, you know, he has some maturing to do. <gasps> I don't agree with that. There's zero. See, that is where I'm. I I honestly am going to get heated about this. It's not. It is absolutely not a maturity thing. It is completely a personality thing. She does not like his personality. She doesn't understand it. I don't think she has a funny bone or a sense of humor. And, you know, I, I, like I said before, if she had gone up to him one time or to the camera and said, you know, like, Clint, like, you're funny and stuff, but sometimes I feel like you're a little extra corny and it makes me feel embarrassed. Like, come on, or like joking around or a little like your dad humor makes me feel silly sometimes or like whatever, but sort of could get past it. I mean, because it's okay to feel a certain way, but she has been a, a character assassin and I don't like it and it's not true. No, I'm upset. I mean, there's, there's a di- very big difference between what he how he comes across and mat- and immaturity. And the guy is successful, um, he, he travels, is worldly, seems ready to be with someone that appreciates him, uh, ta- is a caretaker, loves to make dinner, all these things. They, that's not immature. He's not immature. He's just uh, saying that a big horse looks kind of like a yogurt guy for breakfast to him because he thinks he has healthy bones. That's not immature. It's just a dad joke, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. He's not immature. All of his jokes are extremely mature, (laughs) mostly for men over the age of 60, which is what's (laughs) kind of funny about them. You know what I mean? He has a very mature way about him. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'll just say he also looks hot in a cowboy hat. I mean, I'm not going to say no to going on a horse ride with Clint. But you'd have to wear a On a horse. Oh, yeah. I just made it weird. <laughs> I would need a helmet. Yeah. No, I, you, I, yes. You made a Clint joke. <laughs> you made a ride, ride a horse. Yeah. Clint joke. Um, yeah. And uh, we all know how nobody, nobody liked that joke in Jamaica. And, uh, but I'm, I <laughs> like, I like that you basically brought it back to that so we can end on a high note for Clint. Yes. For Clint. Um, Let's. Of course, we're far from the end. I know. There's there's more to talk about. Uh, we've kept you guys here a long time. We do have. Uh, there's some stuff in the groups and and a couple of Cal and Pep visit things that happened that we still didn't. We can still go off about. So let's do it. Um, please join us on Patreon for more content where we keep going and talking with all the passion that you just heard us talk about here, and and no it ads. Might be even. <laughs> No, no ads. And also no ads. And uh, it might be a little outrageous, might be a little bizarre. It might be. Uh, And maybe and Mary, you're my snuggle buddy. That's what he said to the horse. He did. That's not immature. That's that made me want to kind of give birth. And I've never wanted to give birth before. I was going to say, I'm not sure I should lactate this much (laughs) when he talks about animals. That can't be. It's not right. Anyway. All right. Go into Patreon, guys, for bonus content. Join us there if you can. If not, we will see you here next Thursday on Decision Day. Do not forget that Mary and I will be on Couples Couch. Make that a big thing. Uh, I hope we're not crying. I know. I know. Okay. See ya. (laughs) See ya. Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? 
Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast?